0: Protests turned destructive in downtown Seattle 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 tonight. Here's what we know. Since then, we have seen widespread looting. 200 members of the Washington National Guard have been called up to come into Seattle. 75 have been deployed to Seattle tonight, the other 100. I am also taking swift and decisive action to protect our great capital, Washington, D.C. What happened in the city last night was a total Disgrace. As we speak, I am dispatching thousands and thousands of heavily armed soldiers, military personnel, and law enforcement officers to stop the rioting, looting, vandalism, assaults, and the wanton destruction of property.
1: Hey there everyone, Alfred Johnson coming to talk to my friends. Listen, the elections getting closer and closer. This stuff is for real. This stuff is for real. And uh, I thank God for the opportunity to be able to talk with you again today. Listen, we're coming with some flat-out sound reasoning. uh, Sound reasoning as we reflect on policies, actual laws that the president is passing and has passed. We're not talking about opinions. We're not talking about some news report where they just lie. We're talking about actual laws that you can actually look up yourself to see if he actually did them. Forget about opinions. Forget about what you heard about the news. You go right to the laws. The laws are what's affecting your life, not the opinions of the news media, okay? Laws and policy, laws and policy. That's the stuff that matters, not your opinion about how Trump talks or looks or or any other opinion you have about him. That's all surface stuff, shallow stuff, and even immature stuff. Mature people understand policy and laws. Those are the things that regulate how business and how other relations are taking place in our country, the policies and the laws. Okay, so we're going to be talking about that again today. I'm going to actually continue from what we were discussing yesterday about the trade deals. Now, this stuff right here is remarkable, but then we're going to get into some other stuff as well. So, you stay right there with me as we discuss this stuff. I'm giving you a whole litany of things that Trump is doing that directly affects our race. Because um, I'm sending this out mostly to the blacks and then to the brown, My, our Hispanic brothers, our Latino sisters, and stuff. Hey, this is going out to you. Of course, we're not exempting our white family, but I wanted to talk to my black brothers and sisters out there. These patriots are potential patriots and, and our Latino brothers and sisters. This stuff is very real. And I just figured it's good to go ahead and break down all these things to you. Sometimes the stuff can be hard to understand. And then other times we just the media. Remember, they use misinformation. They use disinformation or irrelevant information in order to keep you from. They, they flood you with it. They flood you with it to confuse you so that you can't focus. You don't know who or what to believe. So then you just end up following the crowd. And I'm going to tell you the truth right now. If the crowd is going in one direction, you're it's probably the wrong direction. Uh, thinking people are, are few and The crowd is like a mob. And I know you feel more secure going with the mob. You know, everybody's doing it. But I'm gonna tell you, that's the most immature thing to do. You need to think. Thinkers are in the minority. But that's the safest place to be. Not with that crowd. They're gonna cause disturbances. That's gonna risk you. It's gonna threaten you and your children. So you gotta wake up, okay? You gotta keep doing. You gotta keep thinking, okay? Hey, so today, by the way, my friends, you make certain that you like what you're hearing, share what you're hearing. Mix mixer your relatives hear this. This is the kind of stuff that they're wanting. Okay, people are wanting. Can I get a list of of Trump accomplishments? Can I just get a list of straightforward things that he's done? And can I get it in a way that's understandable what he's done? I'm asking that you just allow your relatives to hear this. Okay. I love you and I respect you. And I respect the fact that you're good thinkers. That's the reason why I'm presenting it. Okay. I've gathered the information to present it to you. What i'm giving you is not opinion this is not some kind of um news commentary no this right here is these are policies and laws that trump enacted trump enacted these things are law there's not opinion it's not personality these are law okay and that's huge Those are huge differences because a lot of the time when they try to affect your opinion of trump they try to do it by a, a bunch of other stuff and they're not going to policies or laws and if they do they lie about them Okay, so here we go. How about this one right here? Again, talking about the trade policies and what it means to our race, what it means to us. Again, uh, Trump secured 250 billion in new trade deals and investment deals in China and 12 billion in Vietnam, 250 billion in China. Now, before that occurred, China didn't want there to be some kind of a a change in our trade relationship with them. They like the old trade relationships. Yeah, I bet you did because you had a major advantage in the trade deals china was making a bunch of money from us and we were making proportionately less money from them in other words uh, our businesses weren't weren't given a fair playing field no everything was skewed in favor of china by the billions i mean china just raked in a bunch of money in this last 25 years from america trump decides no we're going to balance these trade deals out well china didn't want to balance those trade deals out So what they did, they actually launched an attack against our farmers. In other words, uh, they decided that they're not purchasing goods from the uh, from our farmers and it hit our farmers quite hard. And they thought that the farmers were going to end up putting pressure on our government and especially Trump to, to, to change his policies. Well, what Trump did during the time that they were negotiating, Trump ended up taxing Chinese goods that were coming to the United States. We call those taxes tariffs. So until they were willing to sit down at the table and let's talk about this trade deal, we're going to have to go ahead and get this thing fixed. Until they wanted to sit down and make certain that it gets done, Trump was charging them tariffs to have their goods sent to the United States to be sold. Tariffs are taxes. Trump pulled in taxes by the tens of billions coming from China. And what he did is he took some of that money and gave it to the farmers who were suffering great losses because the Chinese were not buying the goods. So remember, the Chinese tried to pinch our farmers in order to get the farmers to pressure the president about trying to renegotiate the trade deals. Well, here's what Trump did. Trump ended up taking 12 billion in aid from those tariffs and giving them to the farmers. He matter of fact, he's given way more than that now to the farmers. Now, you might say, yeah, but how does that impact us? Those large farms and everything else; those are owned by white folks mostly. Maybe a couple black folks, and they were mostly white folks. But uh, and so, how is that benefiting me, folks? What you have to understand is this: when when as it comes, as it as it determines business, a company is not going to just take losses and just suffer those losses and just swallow those losses themselves. themselves What they usually do is they pass on the loss to the consumer. So, like right now. Walmart undergoes in a lot of other these a lot of these stores they undergo a lot of theft every year I mean people are people steal from them and they steal from a lot of these companies they they steal even smaller drug stores they will steal from the shelves and stuff like that thieves well you might say well how do those companies those companies are, are losing a lot of money when that happens no it's not that they're losing a lot of money what ends up happening is they end up raising the price of their goods in order to compensate for the loss that the theft is causing OK, so they charge the consumer more to compensate for what people are stealing. So when people steal, it's you and I who are paying for it, not the store. No, they will increase the price of the goods to compensate for the stolen items. That's the way it works. People, they pass their loss down to us. All right. That's the way it works. Now, when when uh, China raised when, when they decided that they were not going to be purchasing uh, uh, American farm goods in order to get the farmers to put pressure on our government. What Trump did instead of having those farmers suffer, having many of them perhaps even go out of business because China is a big market as well. And they planned on China. They plan on selling to China. It's a big market over there. So instead of allowing those companies to go out of business or to drastically raise the price of their farm goods because they'd have to in order to cover the loss, who would pay for those increase in, 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 in goods? The increase in food prices? Well, you would, that loss gets passed down to you. They can't swallow all that. So Trump, to keep that from happening, to keep those businesses stable, he took money from the Chinese taxes that he was charging them until they sat down at the table and talked, and gave it to the farmers. What that did, it stabilized them and it allowed them to keep their prices moderate so that they can sell us at a moderate price. They can sell us at a good price. Now, I don't know about you, But I like to have uh, food prices being moderate, moderate to low as cheap as we can get them. Right. Well, that's what Trump did when he made certain that our farmers were taken care of. They passed that savings or their stability down to you. If Trump did not do that, food prices, corn prices, uh, beef prices, all of them just skyrocket because they have to compensate for the loss in trade with a large trading partner like China. Trump made certain that that didn't occur. Having given the money to the farmers, it stabilized their businesses, it stabilized their, 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 their profit margins, everything stayed relatively stable, and they were able to pass on stable prices to you, the consumer. And by the way, uh, we need it. And, and, and see, look, when prices go up, it affects us. It, it, it affects blacks uh, in a way that's quite significant. I mean, when gasoline or anything gets up to $3.50, dollars 75 a gallon, uh, who does that affect the most uh, poor folks, lower income folks, the lower middle class, because we don't have that extra income. So it really pinches us when the food prices go up. Who does it affect the most? Well, blacks, because look, and, and, and the brown, because we, we don't have the same amount of expendable income as the Oriental Americans who are doing quite well. And the white Americans, we don't have the same kind of expendable income on average as they do. So if there's an increase in the price of food or an increase in the price of gas, we can feel it. We feel it in a way that uh, perhaps those who have more money don't. When Trump did what he did, it helped all of us to be able to save money. And I think you want more money in your family. I mean, what do you think about that? This is the kind of stuff that a businessman is able to do. Okay, if you're a person that just graduated from law school and you've been, you've been a community organizer for for so many years, but you never really were a businessman, you're not gonna be able to negotiate those kind of deals that Trump just did. Trump knows how to do this stuff, everybody. Trump knows how to do this stuff. And he's having success in every one of the trade deals that he's making. It doesn't matter whether you're talking about China, whether you're talking about Singapore, whether you're talking about South Korea, whether you're talking about Japan, whether you're talking about uh, Europe, whether you're talking. It doesn't even matter whether you're talking about Mexico, whether you're talking about Canada. It doesn't even matter. We are winning in trade deals globally, and all we're doing is balancing. We're not trying to hurt those folks. We're just balancing the trade deals we made we made some very foolish deals that gave them a huge advantage and took the advantage from our people which again affects us in terms of the price of goods as well as in our jobs folks that's big stuff i'm asking you to consider now listen this stuff is to be credited to what trump has done those trade deals are to the credit of this president he had to remake those deals that were made during the time of obama and bush and clinton and bush you understand these are the things that were taking place with China and it's been happening for the last 25 years the president corrected it folks and I'm telling you it put us on a trajectory that was very nice okay good stuff everyone good how about we go ahead and change the the topic just for a moment how about this one president Trump has uh over a dozen U.S hostages were freed these also included ones that were in captivity during the time of Obama now you gotta understand Trump means business, and these other countries know. They know when the president means business. And yes, Trump will put a trade hurt on you, or he'll put some other hurt on you if, you, if you, if you if you're not handling American citizens correctly. That's a beautiful thing right there, everybody. Hostages negotiated home. I know one in particular was a pastor that was held captive in Turkey, and he he was able to negotiate that, get that pastor back here to the United States of America. But there were other hostages that were also released because of the forthrightness, the firmness of this president. Folks, this is big stuff right here. This is what happens when you're willing to use American might as leverage against these folks that think that they can uh, mistreat American citizens. This is the president, everybody. This is our president. This is what he's doing. And uh, so the value of American life globally goes up. They know that you can't just do what you want to do with American citizens, because you're gonna have to face a, a Donald J. Trump and uh, he doesn't play those kind of games. And so on come hostages back to our country. It's beautiful stuff, everybody. Um, how about this one right here? Trump secured billions of dollars in, 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 in tax uh, dollars that will fund the building of the wall on the southern border. Now, I might have already covered this a little bit, but let me just hit it again. That southern border, the building of the wall on the southern border, You might they told you on the news, oh, he's doing that because he racist. He racist. Trump racist. He racist. He racist. He, he said it. She said it. She said it. He said it. He racist. This is the kind of stuff we hear on the media constantly. Listen to me, my brothers and my sisters and my brown brothers and sisters. Let me tell you what happens here. You ready? Supply and demand. Supply and demand. Look, if you went, let's imagine you, um, uh, you opened a business and it was a business that you were the first ones to sell Nike shoes, Nike shoes, right? I'm just going to throw it out there. You were the first ones to sell them. Okay. And you only had 12 pair of them. And they all of a sudden, they became very popular. If you were the only one that had Nikes when they were very popular, but you only had 12 pair of them, boy, they were nice ones, but you only had 12, you could jack up the price of those Nikes because a lot of people want them way more than 12 people wanted them. Well, if there's a lot of demand, that is a lot of people want those shoes, then you can jack up the price because let them compete. And the one that's willing to buy, pay the most. Hey, you can sell it. You can sell it for that price. However, if a bunch of other folks jumped into the market, next thing you know, you have millions of those shoes. Now everybody's selling them. Well, then, since you got a bunch of those shoes now, depending on how many people want them, that price is probably going to have to drop because you don't have the demand anymore and your prices drop because there's way more shoes. The same thing goes for the labor market. It's all the same people. If a bunch of of our Mexicans, don't get me wrong, these are fellow humans down there. But remember, in order for America to help them, America has to be healthy and strong. Listen, if a person can't swim, there's no need calling on that person if you're drowning. If they can't swim, unless they have a boat or something, unless they have some ring to throw to you, why well, have a, a, a person that is going to drown themselves come up and help you to drown. You're we're just going to die together. America has to be strong. We have to be a good, strong lifeguard, a good swimmer. Now we can help those who are suffering. Our, 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 our fellow humans in Mexico, the best way to help them is for there to be a strong America. We can't be a strong America if Im- uh, illegal immigration is coming from South America and Mexico and flooding into the United States. What that does is it brings in a lot of workers and many of these workers are willing to work very cheap because the American dollar is strong compared to their country and they're able to send a lot of that money home. But what does that do to blacks? And what does it do to Browns who got here legally? Well, what's gonna end up happening? Cause remember the jobs are just the same as those Nikes. If there's a bunch of people willing to work for cheap money, then it lowers the value of the American worker. You understand? So the black value will drop especially the blacks that are working at entry level jobs or jobs that you know where, where you know hey they're just trying to get some money listen i'm telling you right now when there's cheap labor coming across our border free just just coming straight through our border the value of the black worker and the brown legal resident or per- brown citizen their work value drops because now there's a glut of people that are willing to come and work for work for cheap It means that your price can't go up because they won't hire you. They will hire one of those illegals that come and they'll pay them little money. Now you're out of a job. But when the wall goes up, those immigrants cannot cross over the way they want. Listen, I'm telling you, illegal immigration has been cut big time since Trump. You know what that means? The labor market, how many people are in the labor pool begins to shrink. That is, remember what I told you about those Nikes? If you only have 12, the price of them goes up. Well, when the, when the workers all of a sudden shrink, the, the work pool, the labor pool shrinks, the value of those laborers goes up. People are gonna have to compete for your employment. And when they compete, they have to raise the price. The value of the worker goes up. When that wall goes up and it keeps people from just flooding in, then it puts value on you and on your children and on your children's children you are in a better position to prosper and grow and your market value has gone up because there's less of the workers now folks when trump wants to build that wall he's building that wall and it benefits all of us and in the long run it benefits uh the mexicans as well in the long run because you have a stronger america a stronger trading partner folks this right here is absolutely huge stuff the wall benefits blacks and browns. The wall benefits us. How about on this, uh, this level as well? When the wall goes up and you're able to control immigration, criminals can't just pass over into America. I'm not saying all the illegal immigrants are criminals, and Trump didn't say that either. The media, the media is, a. am telling these folks, I think these folks are evil. I don't know what else to tell you, because they just lie, 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 and they do it constantly. But the fact is, if you have open borders, what keeps the criminals out? I'm talking bad criminals, too. These folks will put a hurting on you. They will do it. What keeps them out? If we don't have a proper immigration policy and and we're we're not able to control who comes in, well, then you're not able to control the good or the bad. And our communities suffer for it. Those people that are coming, what communities do you think they're going to? You think they're going to the rich suburban areas of the United States? No, they can't afford it. They're gonna to go to the low income areas, the low to the, 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 the lower middle class or the low income area where the blacks and browns mostly are per capita. There's more of us there. And they're gonna bring that stuff with them. Furthermore, they're also gonna be using um, public services that are needed for the, the poor American citizens. There's a bunch of public services that help us. Well, you bring a bunch of folks up here from, from South America, that money, that money has to thin out among all of them. Okay, we, we got to wake up everyone. We got to wake up. Okay, so the wall benefits us all. All right, it really does. It really does. All right, your value goes up, more revenue comes in, we control who comes into the country uh, and, and, um, and then we let those who can benefit our country come in and criminals we're able to keep out. Folks, that's just the way it is. It's how our market works, it's how our system works and we would be wise to respect it and function accordingly. All right, everybody, you gotta listen to me. Send this out. Folks just need to hear. Folks just need to hear. Let your friends hear, okay? It's a good time to let them hear, because these elections are rolling right around the corner. Love you, folks, and I respect you. God bless you.
0: I am also taking swift and decisive action to protect our great capital, Washington, D.C., What happened in this city last night was a total disgrace. As we speak, I am dispatching thousands and thousands of heavily armed soldiers, military personnel, and law enforcement officers to stop the rioting, looting, vandalism, assaults, and the wanton destruction of property.